This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Wrestling Network friends and family and the junkies and flunkies. Welcome to this special edition of the NWA Saturday special brought to you by the PTB Wrestling Network. I am the Podfather Scott Griscolo. Joining me as always, the doctor, Dr. G, Georgia Blino. Morning. How are you? Busy busy couple of days here at the uh, PTB Wrestling Network. Yes. The uh, NWA Crockett Cup is in the rearview mirror. It concluded... (laughs) Uh, if you're listening to this Monday morning, it concluded last night down at the fairgrounds in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We have new Crockett Cup winners for 2023. Uh, we didn't have any title changes, but I tell you, um, I thought after night one on Saturday, I thought I was going to scorch some earth today. You did. You were I, ready to scorch it. I was you ready were- to burn the place down. After last night's night two, uh, there's still things that need to be fixing, but there were some things that didn't totally piss me off. There was a ton of matches. I would say total, there was probably 40 matches this weekend, if you count the whole tournament. Uh, I will give Billy credit for being able to get 24 teams. Uh, I'm guessing that can't be easy. They got some AAA guys. Yep, he did get help from his friends at AAA after they did the big show in Mexico a few weeks ago. We had uh, some disappointments, but we had some fun. um, We had some great matches as well, and a match that I think could be a women's match of the year candidate anywhere in the world. I'll tell you that right now. So, of course, we had the... Saturday, we'll go through, I'm not going to go through each match, I'll just say who won, but we had a busy Saturday with a ton of um, tournament matches and then a few other matches. So, it was weird, Dr. G, that the um, YouTube pre-show Saturday night was like an hour and a half. It started actually at 6.30 Eastern time, and they had a a ton of show matches that were either dark matches or matches on the YouTube show. Pretty much almost the entire first round was on YouTube, which I totally don't blame them because that's a lot of matches to put on the main pay-per-view. The show would have ended at like midnight. So we, we, we announced, we ran through the 24 teams. I'm not going to go through them all now, but the following teams won in the first round and advanced to the next round. Uh, Magnum muscle, Dak Draper, and of course, Mims, uh, the Outrunners won the four-way to get to become the 24th seed. Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum defeated uh, Daisy Kill and Talos, Eric Jackson and Jeremiah Plunkett, and the Miserably Faithful. So the Outrunners would move on to face the number one seed, La Rebellion, and the World Tag Team Champions. The Warriors from the Wasteland, which was Judaism and Max and Paler, they moved on in the first round. Uh, Flippin' Psychos, which was Flip Gordon and Fodder, they were originally called 
uh, they were originally called uh, Control Your Narrative, part of uh, EC3's group, but they changed it. Then they became Flippin' Psychos. <laughs> Savages advanced to the second round. Brother, here was the, well, this wasn't, this was kind of a mild upset. The Brothers of Funstruction, which was Yabo and Rufo. Good Lord. Uh, they actually Ugh. upset the Fixers in the first round. So they moved on. The Immortals, Kratos and Odinson, they changed their names. They were the they were the war gods, which I thought was awesome. Then they changed their names to the Immortals. They advanced to the second round. The Outrunners, the team that won the four-way, they advanced. They defeated Idolmania Sports Management. They upset Scion and Jordan Clearwater in the first round. Then the pay-per-view proper started. Uh, Blunt Force Trauma won in the second round. The Immortals won in the second round. They actually beat the U.S. Tag Team Champions, AJ Kazana and Anthony Andrews, the country gentlemen. Uh, the Mortons defeated Los Vipers in the second round. And the Mortons, we were we were kind of half wrong, Dr. J. Kerry Morton did really become a heel, but instead of turning on his father, Ricky is now a heel. He's yeah. helping his son cheat. What'd you think of that? I... I... It was shocking, kind of. I mean, I still think something's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I, I don't see them coexisting as a heel faction, if you want right. to call it. Right. But I was a little shocked by that because, I mean, Ricky Morton has, you know, has been a heel before. Right. But, uh, was that didn't really go over too too well anyway when he was he a was heel. Richard Morton, if you remember. Yeah. Your so <laughs> He's just an eternal baby face, but um yeah. but his son definitely has he I think is I think Kerry like I said while we were watching the show, if Kerry could put on twenty, thirty pounds a little bit more muscle, he could be a monster heel. I, I really I I just think I that we'll enjoy him more as a heel than a baby face. Okay. Right. I, I think so too. Because he's got a little cockiness in him. You know, I'm the world light heavyweight champion. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. And he adds more to that uh, on night two. Um, then the match that almost made me scorch the earth. One of my favorite teams in the tournament was A Cut Above, which was the team of our world television champion, Tom Latimer and Rhett Titus. They're upset in the second round. By the Brothers of Funstruction. Yes, the world television champion loses to a couple of fucking clowns. The earth was getting a little warm, Doctor. Just a little warm. Yeah, you were, you were. I was not happy. You don't know when the, uh, the arms start flailing. Oh, yeah. Flipping out. Yep. Um, Jeanette Stellaire. Uh, Mr. E's Jr. and Octagon Jr. They advanced and uh, passed the second round. They beat the Savages. Um, Knox and Murdoch, which is Mike Knox and Trevor Murdoch, who together make the great creative team name of Knox and Murdoch. Uh, they yeah, defeated. The they defeated Magnum Muscle uh, in the second round. And then the most annoying nickname, the Midnight Riders, which is Tyrus, our world's heavyweight champion, and Chris Adonis. That pisses me off. They have no right to use that name. No right at all. Um, they beat uh, the Warriors from the Wasteland, Judas and Max and Taylor. And then La Rebellion, our number one seed and world tag team champions, defeated the Flippin' Psychos to move on. 
So those were all second round matches. Then the non Crockett Cup matches, there was a singles match to determine who goes to the six way scramble match Sunday night for the number one contender slot for the junior heavyweight title. And that was Joe Alonzo. He defeated Alex Taylor. The hardcore team war saw Ruthie J, Samantha Starr, and M95, Maddie and Miss Kate, our women's tag team champions, defeat Pretty Empowered in a hardcore team war. And then the the main event, the non-tournament main event, which, and you were right on this one, Dr. G, so you get the you get the, the prop for this one. EC3 indeed retained the national heavyweight title. He defeated uh, Throwbilly Silas in 1256. Uh, so you call that one. Good call on that. So overall, the first night was not awful. There, I mean, one thing I can always say, and you and I talked about this when we were watching night two last night. We can never say that the NWA does not put on good, good in-ring matches. I've Very rarely, Tyrus, will I watch a match and go, wow, that sucked. There's not right. many guys, Tyrus, that put on a crappy match, Tyrus. But 90% of the time when it comes to the tags or the women or just the regular mid card, the matches are pretty good. Yeah, we we I think we question more of the storylines. Although there was a little storyline with uh, Polio Del Mar. Yeah, Polio Del Mar. Apparently, she uh, she got knocked out, and Throwbilly Silas like walked over her and left the left the ring after the match. So I think he's kind of turning heel because he comes out with Chris Silvio. I think it was. Um, let me see. No, he came out with Alex Taylor uh, ten, uh, last night. He wrestled again, which I thought was odd. So I don't know, Poyle Del Mar, and then she did an interview where she was confused, and we'll see what we'll see where that goes. I think we're gonna have a very good uh, power coming up uh, tomorrow night. If you're listening to this on Monday, tomorrow night, I think we're gonna have a pretty good uh, power as we kind of tie things up because there was an announcement of the next big show. Uh, there was some confusion about that, which we'll get to, um, which we'll get to in a minute. So that was night one. Most of it was the first and second rounds of the tournament. And so we move on to night number two. And I said to you when we put it on that if this doesn't go the way I want it to, there will be some scorched earth on this reaction special. And the clock will be ticking on Billy and his future with the podcast that makes his promotion great, the NWA Saturday special. So I was doing a lot of hand wringing, Dr. G. You were. Uh, you, were, you were a little fired up, a little fired a little up. fired up. Yeah, but you know yep. what? I agree with you because you know what? When you invest time in, in not only just doing the podcast, but to watch all the stuff, you want to have something that, that keeps your interest. Do we have the same feeling we had back in 2019? Not so much, but again, we can never really totally complain about the in-ring action. A couple of guys, and times we didn't care for, obviously we don't care for Tyrus. There were times we didn't totally care for Trevor Murdoch, although I think Trevor Murdoch, against certain opponents, could hold his own. But the storylines, they seem to be almost, I don't want to say that, they just come out of nowhere sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, they do. Sometimes they're not defined. Or they don't make any sense. I do, yeah. I totally agree with you. I totally agree right. with you. But um, but night two here definitely made up. 
you know, we didn't we don't have to scorch the earth as much. Let's put it that no, way. No, no. Some things happened. Some things happened uh, last night that enjoy that I enjoyed quite a bit. So on the pre-show last night on YouTube, we had a gauntlet match for the NWA United States Tag Team Title. So a bunch of teams wrestled. And the last team standing faced the country gentleman, AJ Kazana and Anthony Andrews, um, for the U.S. tag team title. They would end up facing the Savages, Jack Stane and Blake Troop, and beat them. And a lot of teams banged the muscle, a bunch of teams were going in, and et cetera, et cetera. I don't, do I have a list here? Did you, uh, I don't know if they put a list on here. Um, oh, yeah, they did. So it was the now against Magna Muscle, Magna Muscle won. Then the Magnum Muscle beat the Fixers. But then they lost to Daisy Kill and Talos. But then Daisy Kill and Talos lost, by, lost to TNT. Then the Spectaculars uh, defeated Honor, uh, Honor No More, then defeated the Spectaculars. TNT lost to the Savages, and then lost, and then the Savages beat Los Vipers, and then the Savages beat the Country Gentlemen. Lost to the Country Gentlemen. Let me do that again. The, the way that yeah. uh, Wikipedia did it confused me. So the first match was the Now Magna Muscle. And the Now were beaten. Then the Fixers were up beaten, were knocked out by the Magna Muscle. Then Magna Muscle was knocked out by Daisy Kill and Talos. Then Daisy Kill and Talos were knocked out by um, TNT. The Spectaculars were knocked out by Honor No More. TNT was knocked out by the Savages. Los Vipers were knocked out by the Savages. And then the Savages lost to the Country Gentlemen. So the Country Gentlemen, in the grand scheme of things, retained their United States Tag Team Championship. Thrillbilly Silas Mason then wrestles another singles match. This time he kind of acts like a heel. Alex Taylor seconds into the ring, not Pollo Del Mar. And he beats uh, Dan Maff. Then we had a World Women's Tag Team title match on the pre-show. M95 defeated Angelina Love and Max the Impaler by pinfall. So Maddie Rink, Maddie and Missa Kate retained the titles. And then by disqualification, because her sister got involved, Kenzie Page lost her World Women's Television title match to Ruthie J, but by DQ. So even though she lost the match, Kenzie Page is still the World, the Women's TV champion. But Ruthie J may be uh, entitled to another title shot there. Not a bad match either. Yeah, maybe so those were the, yeah. So those are the matches on the pre-show. All right. So now we get to the main show. Uh, the first four matches of the night were all the quarterfinal matches in the tournaments. So, Genetis Del Air, uh, Mysteries Junior and Octagon Junior defeated the fucking clowns. Thank God. Decent match. Yeah, I was wondering at one point. I'm like, are they going to actually have the clowns move on here? Yeah. I I would have lost. The earth would have gotten a little warmer, Doctor. Just a yeah. little warmer. Then Knox and Murdoch defeated the Mortons by pinfall. And Ricky and uh, Carrie were acting like total heels. Um, George, not George South. Um, Bobby Fulton came out to try to tell Ricky Morton stop cheating. And Ricky Morton shoved him. Fuck you and your stupid fantastics. Tommy Rogers was a better wrestler. Matt Rotella says so. Um... So Knox and Murdoch moved on to the semis. The Midnight Riders, uh, Tyrus and Chris Adonis, defeated the Immortals, Kratos and Odinson, by pinfall. But in the course of that match, our world's heavyweight champion, Tyrus, injured his knee. Yes. Keep that in mind. 
And then in the final quarterfinal match, Blunt Force Trauma, otherwise known as Doom 2, the team of uh, Carnage and Damage, defeated in an epic upset. I mean, this was an upset, and it was not underhanded, totally clean. Blunt Force Trauma defeated our world tag team champions, La Rebellion, by pinfall. I, Dr. G, was stunned that they won the match clean. That's what stunned me even more. Not that they lost. Because World Tag, because I mean, Lauderbellion lost in the tournament last year. Yeah. Uh, to the Commonwealth Connection. So them sure losing them. is, the, but they lost clean to Blunt Force Trauma. I think I had them in the finals. <laughs> uh, you, We both had them winning it. That's true. Now that I listen back, we both had them winning it. So I was, I was stunned. And this was the first time I looked at you and said, you know what? Not a bad move. Not a bad move. I like. I don't mind upsets if they can make some sense. And but listen, they, they want to uh, the crack up. They want to advance another team, right? Like that. Rather, you go than back that. through the history books. None of the teams that won the Crockett Cup were the tag team champions at that moment. Whether it was the Road Warriors, Dusty and Nikita, Lex and Sting, uh, PCO and uh, Brody King, and of course last year the uh, the Briscoes. None of them were tag team champions when they won the tournament. So not so even though it's not unprecedented, I was stunned. And actually, I had to admit I wasn't I wasn't that upset because I like you know I think I think blunt force trauma has worked their asses off over the last several months since they got together, um, which is of course Rodney Mac and Marche Rocket and masks, carnage and damage. Um, I was uh, I was totally fine with that. So. So our semifinals were Blunt Force Trauma versus Genetis Del Air. And then Knox and talk about meat slapping in this one. Knox and Murdoch against Tyrus and Adonis. So a lot of meat going on. Yes. <laughs> um next up, out came our national heavyweight champion, EC3. And it was announced that he was going to be doing a champion's choice match. He gets to pick his opponent. So he was going to defend the national heavyweight title for the second time this weekend. Okay. Now, we figured he's a heel. He's going to pick some hump, you know, like Rolando Black, uh, Rolando uh, Freeman or some easy picking guy. No, he picks his rival, the world's television champion, Tom Latimer. He tries to mind fuck Latimer and say, why don't you put your TV title up instead of being greedy and going for my title? <coughs> I would have been happy if it was champion versus champion, but you know that wasn't going to happen because somebody would have had to lose. And uh, Tom Latimer goes, nah, I'm going to be greedy. I want your belt. So the bell rang. And uh, because of a nut shot, EC3 won to retain the title. But I tell you, that was a fun match. They have good chemistry. They do. And I, I really would love to. Uh, I think. Eventually, they, we it may get to what you your dream match of having them face off for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship at some point. Right, I'm telling you, I think it's gonna happen. The timeline might be a little different based on what I'm going to talk about in a minute, but so EC3 won. So then, probably the my favorite moment of the night. Well, second favorite. My favorite will come later on. It, it was time for our six way scramble to determine who will be the next number one contender for Kerry Morton's World Junior Heavyweight Championship. Your opponent, your um, your participants were Flip Gordon, 
Eric Jackson, Joe Alonzo, Gags the Gimp. Yes, now we're telling us favorite wrestler. Jaron Jaron Fulton, Bobby Fulton's son, who, according to Joe Galli, was wearing his dad's boots from when he was in the 86 Crockett Cup. Now, if you remember, Dr. G, one of the greatest matches of all time, and it's on my GWCW Top 100, was the Fantastics and the Sheep Herders in that fucking bloodbath in, I think it was the quarterfinals of the Crockett Cup, if you remember. Yes. That match is, that match is awesome. Absolute, absolute bloodbath that match is. Look it up. I think it's on YouTube. See it on YouTube, and it might be on the network. I don't know. I love a good bath. I don't know if it's on the cock. I'm not sure. The Fantastics and the Sheep Herders in the 1986 Crockett Cup. Uh, absolute violent bloodbath. Two of Dr. G's favorite words. Violent and bloodbath. Am I wrong? Of course not. You're never wrong. Your two favorite words. Even at, the Chris- at Christmas. Merry Christmas, violent bloodbath. <laughs> you like you like blood. You like a little gigging, right? You like some color. I do, I do, but I don't like it for every match. I like it when it's needed and once in a while. Right. Um. But then, oh, and uh, PJ Hawks. So there's your six guys. However, okay. Kyle Davis announces there's one more participant. And who walks out? The last bastion of wrestling, Colby fucking Carino. Yeah, I, that was kind of a surprise. I that was a huge surprise. There were rumors months and months ago that he was leaving to go to NXT, and then we never saw him again. It was very weird. And he comes out, and the place actually went nuts. And guess what? He won the match. Then, then uh, Kerry Morton gets in the ring and gets in his face and dangles the belt in his face, which I think was kind of dumb. Well, it was good for heel, but uh, I was absolutely pumped. For once, Billy delivers on a surprise. Usually yeah, that- something dumb like the Blue Meanie, last, like last year. This was huge. It was huge. Great surprise seeing Colby Carino back in the NWA. And he is the number one contender for the junior heavyweight title, which you and I thought he should have won at least three fucking times the last time he was here. This time I think he does win it eventually. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we thought he definitely was going to be a champ. Yeah. The first time around, but I, I, if they're bringing him back, he's they definitely think they have a lot more in store for him. But I, I, I mean, I, in order for him to face Kerry Morton at this point, you, you have to you have to make him a face. Seems like he kind of was acting like one. So. Yeah. And then maybe turn him heel because he was a great heel. He was a yeah, great he heel. He's definitely a much better heel. He was a snarky little fucking smart ass. Exactly. Um. Next up were our two semifinal matches. So Blunt Force Trauma took on Genetis Delair, Mr. Easy Octagon Jr., and Blunt Force Trauma won. Fun match. Power versus speed. So this team, Blunt Force Trauma, BFT, 
was moving on to the Crockett Cup final. I was okay with it. Yeah. Some people call them great value doom. I'm not going to say who. But I'm okay with it. It's all right. There'll never be another Butch Reed and Ron Simmons. We know that. Now, and you know, listen, wrestling for years is always uh, copying different things or bringing back the same things or right. every territory. So I'm not going to get upset about that. Right. Then the other semifinal, which was very highly anticipated, Knox and Murdoch taking on the Midnight Riders, Tyrus and Chris Adonis. Tyrus still selling the bum uh, right knee. Then at one point in the match, uh, Murdoch goes, uh, 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 Adonis goes to the corner, but Tyrus was on the floor after being attacked by Murdoch. No one to tag in. No one really says it. It's very low flow on commentary by Joe and Velvet and Tim. Uh, Knox and Murdoch hit their high-low finisher and get the win. So our tournament final is Blunt Force Trauma versus Knox and Murdoch. We know that's going to be a, a, slop, a, a meat slap and fest. So no surprise, I, in my opinion, that Tyrus and Chris Adonis lost. Tyrus selling the bad knee. Mur- Adonis was looking for the tag and didn't see it. So we'll see, Dr. Yeah. G, if what your theory comes to fruition. going to happen, I guess, to a certain extent, um, they lost. I thought that, that, that it was going to be a turn tonight. Right. Oh, oh last night um, on the pay-per-view, but... Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm on the right track. It just didn't happen exactly the way I thought it was. Right. Then, so that's our final. We'll get to that in a minute. Our next two matches, non, non-tournament related. Scion takes on a masked mystery man who attacked him the previous night during the tag tournament. Well... The masked mystery man wins by technical knockout, and Austin Idol walks out with him. So he dumps Scion, his, quote, son, which was a stupid storyline anyway, and leaves with the masked mystery man. So I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, it, it, it looks like, um, and then I think he knocked out Clearwater, too. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like uh, Austin Idol's going to be having a new faction. What do you, uh... What are, you, what are you, rolling some dubs? What are you doing over there? Rolling some fatties for this pimp daddy? Is that what you know? I might annoy you. You're having popcorn? I wish I had some popcorn right now, to be honest. Is popcorn the official, popcorn, the official, the official snack of, of Dr. G's prescriptions on the NWA Saturday special? <laughs> have have some popcorn and a beer and uh, call me in the morning. In a beer. Some suds. Then the next match, I tell you, Doctor, you know what? I want her to hear this. I'm actually going to tag her on Twitter. She is the hardest working champion in this company. And I'll tell you something. I don't give a fuck if it's Bianca Belair or Asuka or fucking Charlotte or Ronda or Rhea or Deanna Perrazzo, or fucking Britt Baker, or Tony Storm, or Jamie Hayter. I don't care who it is. Our world women's champion, Camille, can hold her own 
against anybody in this business. Last night, her and Natalia Markova, in my opinion, put on a top five women's match of the year last night. Camille won again, spear out of nowhere, but Natalia Markova snapped off some amazing fucking moves last night. And we've talked ad nauseum, Dr. G, for the last like three years, how Natal- uh, Camille needs to face Natalia Markova. I think she would be a perfect opponent for her. And as we saw last night, we were absolutely right. Camille, I, I don't know what to say anymore. She just gets it. I don't know where what happened over the last three years because we used to say, oh, she was good as, uh, you know, Nick Aldis is second, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first couple matches with Thunder Rosa were a little shaky. The minute she won the title from Serena Deeb, a switch flipped. I believe she's trained by uh, Devon Dudley. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, watching her grow over the last few years is is amazing. She puts on every match, and then just the excitement and the possibility of her losing, and the close pins, and the 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 psychology. It's I just really enjoy it. I it was. That match last night might be the best women's match in the modern NWA. And I, I will put it up against any women's match in any other promotion this year in 2023. WWE, NXT, AEW, Impact, I don't care. I'll put that match against any of those in wrestling today. Women's wrestling. I... I, Six and a, I don't care about Dave's. It's seven and a half stars, nine stars. I don't give a shit. Once again, Camille stole the show. She always steals the show. It definitely was the match of the whole weekend, in my opinion. It was awesome. Find it. I'm sure at some point in the next month, because they do this a lot, whether it'll be Power or NWA USA, they'll probably put a couple of pay-per-view matches on. I hope they put that one on. Because it was outrageous. Outrageous. Well, I will say this on Camille's Twitter. People are already saying. A couple people said the title match between at Camille and Natalia Markova was the best of the weekend. Somebody also also put it, whether anyone likes it or not, Camille is the biggest reason why people watch the NWA. Hate to say it, it's true. Some of the mid-card I, we still enjoy, but I love, I love Camille. You, and in the main event, in the tournament final... And what was a pretty decent meat slapper, the incredibly creative team name of Knox and Murdoch, defeated Blunt Force Trauma to win the 2023 Crockett Cup. Am I mad? Nah, not really. I kind of dig this team of uh, grizzled fucks, you know? I'm all right with it. It's cool. I'm not mad about it. Nah, I'm not either. It's fine. Clowns won? Yeah, I'd probably be a little Yeah, I would be. But 
obviously, Trevor's a personal preference. We all know Sean Kidd's opinion of Trevor. But on the other hand, Trevor is also not in the world title picture, so that's okay, too. He actually, you know, that's how we knew him in the WWE, but he's actually a pretty good tag team wrestler. He is. He is. I'm okay with it. Me too. And then the show went off the air. So, if you have not, and I'm dead serious when I say this, if you have not watched it yet, and you've not bought it yet, you want to watch it, skip night one, and just buy night two. I agree. Um, got don't bother. Don't yeah. Don't bother spending money on night one. It's a waste of money. Don't worry about it. But the Camille match, oh man, just so good. I actually gonna watch it again. That's how much I enjoyed it. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. He's getting so, a lot of a lot of props. Yes, it is. And I'm gonna go on Twitter myself and do it as well. Um, it was a good tournament. It was a good tournament. Good matches in the back end. But if Camille is not the highest paid person in that company, that's a crime. To be honest with you. So there you go. There's your 2023 Crockett Cup. Once again, if you haven't bought it and you want to watch it, skip night one. Save your money. Don't buy the four. Don't spend forty-five bucks on the bundle. You can get the night two for twenty-five bucks. It's worth every penny. That I'll say. It's worth every penny. Night two, night one. Don't bother. Save your money. Now, here's here's the weird thing. And, and this and uh, like I think it was PW Insider. One of the websites made some kind of wonky mistake. So. Billy, Joe Galley was talking at the, at the broadcast table about, like, the summer and, of course, leading up to NWA 75, which will take place at some point. But then they mentioned the next show, it's two days, it's July 8th and 9th in Chicago. I rewound it, and you, Dr. G's a witness to this. I rewound it and listened to it again. Because a few people thought he said, oh, NWA 75 will be the second weekend of July in Chicago. And then I listened to it again. I said, no, that's not what he said. He said, we're looking forward to NWA 75 this summer, as well as another show that's going to take place Saturday, July 8th, Sunday, July 9th in Chicago. More (laughs) details in the future. So I listened to it twice, just to be sure. So this this weekend, this weekend that he's ta- that they're talking about, Saturday, July eighth, Sunday, July 9th, is not based on what Joe Galley said. Is not NWA seventy five weekend. I think that's not till I guarantee. I still predict, and I said this on our show. I predict that that it is uh, that it's. Uh, um, going to be Labor Day weekend. That's my take. So there is a show coming up. Whatever it is, I don't know. But as far as I can gather from how Joe Galley said it on the show last night, it is not NWA 75. But there is a show coming up the uh, the second weekend of July, the 8th and 9th. What it is, I do not know. But But the way Joe Galley worded it, 
it doesn't sound like that's NWA 75. No, because they made it clear it was going to be in St. Louis. So. Yeah. The, Billy, Billy last year at NWA 74 said that every anniversary show weekend will always be in St. Louis, which I think is a fucking stupid idea, but that's just me. Um, so as far as we know, NWA 75 is in St. Louis. It's not Chicago. So we'll keep it here to the NWA Saturday special. And when we know, you'll know when, um, what, what, what this weekend of wrestling is coming up. I have a feeling it's going to be one of, well, it's going to be like one of those tried and true, you know, almost like NWA 312 or something like a, I don't know, like a taping or something. That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, Dr. G, your final thoughts on this show and what you gain from it, positives and negatives. Well, I would say uh, the negatives, please, these, this clown team needs to go. Um, I think I have to say I, I'm not really too, too negative on it. Um, yeah, you could say, oh, well, maybe Trevor Burdock, you don't want to see him. But I like Mike Knox. A little rub for him. I think it's better to have Trevor in a tag team. And the number one thing, you know what? The whole weekend is worth the Camille Markova match. I agree with you. If you're going to get it, don't worry about night one. Get night two and you will not be disappointed. I think I think the in-ring action, I don't really have much complaint at all. Nice to see Colby Carino back. Kind of interested in the Morton story line, even though Ricky's way, way, way past his prime. But uh, I kind of like I, I like I like to see the building of Kerry Morton to be a, a really top heel in the industry. I think he's got the cockiness to do it. Like I said, I think he needs to get the build a little bit to do it, you know, gain a little weight and gain some muscle mass. But other than that, you know, I think he'd be fine. So I I I was pleasantly surprised. Let's put it that way. I was like you. I thought we were going to be scorching the earth tonight and we, we didn't have to do that. Yeah. All, all excellent uh, points, sir. Um, once again, um, it's it's literally all about me. She just comes out and she does her shit. Yeah, and uh, she could she could wrestle with any anyone in any of the companies. I agree. I'm sorry. I agree. Call me crazy. I don't give a shit. It's an opinion. Guess what? We're all entitled to them. Exactly. And I'd give two shits what anybody thinks, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, <laughs> she can go. She can go with anybody. In in uh, the business. I think she can hang with anybody. I agree. So I have no problem with Knox and Murdoch winning. They're 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 a fine tag team. Um, I was stunned at La Rebellion being upset by Blunt Force Trauma. I wonder if this means that eventually they're going to drop the titles and maybe leave the company and head down to Mexico and and um, uh, you know, and we you know the, the belts get transitioned. I do think the country gentlemen will be dropping the tag team titles uh, at some point. I do, the U.S. tag team titles. I'm curious to see where we are going with this uh, Tyrus, Bumney, Adonis thing. 
Very interested. Um, hopefully it'll lead to him dropping the world title. Uh, but I do think Adonis is going to be the next champion, and I think you're right. I think it's going to be him and EC3 down the road. I, do, I agree. Now, the next question we have to ask ourselves, and this is something to think about, Dr. G, for the next few weeks before this, whatever this show is going to happen in July. Who is now? Because we all thought Natalia Markova might have been it. But who is the one that will finally beat Camille? I don't think anybody, I don't I don't think anybody in the company at the moment is the one to do it. I think Billy's waiting it out until he can find somebody. Or it could be Markova again. In a rematch? I think she deserves Why one. Match? I mean, I think she deserves one. She worked her ass off. I agree. So time will tell, but Camille at least moved up in the PWI uh, top, what is it, 150 women's wrestlers. She belongs in the top 10. But anyway, that'll do it for this reaction special for the 2023 Crockett Cup. Of course, follow uh, Dr. G and I on Twitter. Please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. We do the wrestling time travel every day. The podcasts are there. We have a good week ahead of, of podcast material. Um, we might have a special episode at the end of the week of Place Me Nation's main event. I think myself, Steve, and Nate are going to discuss tribalism and how it has sunk wrestling to new fandom lows. If you didn't know the uh, cage match story, we'll talk about that at the end of the week. Doctor, always a pleasure. Have a great week, everybody. Dr. G and I will be back with you next Saturday morning for our regularly scheduled NWA Saturday special. We'll talk about what happens this coming Tuesday, tomorrow night, if on Monday, uh, of Haru, and see where we go for the month of June, heading into July, and wherever the show going on in Chicago. I'm sure we'll know more in the next couple of weeks. So have a great Monday. We'll talk to you on Saturday morning. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. Yeah. Why can't
I'm a big man. 